Oh, shit, Hi, hello, right? buddy. Welcome back to the Lab Zero podcast. Today, we're here for Lap 40. You know, I think I called it episode 39 last week, so we were just bashing Levi for calling it episode, but you know what? I think last intro, I called it episode, so there we go. We're back. I'm in the doghouse, too, now. So, anyways, uh, we're here for Lap 40. It's going to be the Sterling episode. I think that's what with we the, uh, came with. With the O2 um, bumper pull. Yes, jump out of your car during the race and try to pull your bumper straight. Yeah, look that up if you haven't seen it. Yeah, look that up. Uh, Coors Light car, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Sorry, that car. Actually, that the pace car. The pace car official is the one that pulled him away from his car too. That's what's great. <laughs> that car's like probably one of the sickest looking cars too. I think I've ever seen. So that one's I pretty freaking. That. I don't know about that. Come on. Man. Really? I like that Coors Light uh, car, man. I don't Silver know. Bullet was cool, but coolest? I thought it was cool. Apparently, I okay. thought maybe not juniors... the coolest. White Budweiser baseball car was pretty badass. All Star Game baseball car was really yeah. good. I don't have that one, and I don't know why. I should I have look that it one. up. I've never seen it. And Dave's thinking to himself, "Do I have that one? I think I've got that one. I don't. I don't <laughs> have that one." <laughs> okay, uh, that thing's pretty cool. Which one? The, the safety CO2 cars. One what about the <laughs> the older one? What about the safety car this weekend? Well, does anyone know what happened there? Safety car. We don't call it that here. Come on now. It's a pace uh, car, man. Oh, the the pace car. Excuse me. Hey, any of y'all know what happened in the pace car? Martin yeah, that Hill? was that was hilarious. It was a rough day for us Chevy boys. But that dude, I was I can't lie, I'm a Chevy guy. I was laughing my ass off the whole time. Literally, what happened? Like, I wasn't there. The pace car was paid. I don't know. It was probably like what, like just under a hundred to go. It was one hundred and thirty-one to go. Yeah, I was gonna say hundred and thirty to go or something. The pace car pulls off. And just stops, and the guys are like, are just sitting there. They're just like, do we, do we pass them, or like, what, what the fuck are we doing here? And uh, anyways, he pulls off, car died or something. So apparently, there was so much rubber buildup that it had actually like pulled the fuel pump wire completely out. Like it knocked, I think the, I don't know if he said it knocked the fender liner out and it pulled the thing down, or weighed down on the fender liner, pulled the fuel pump. So don't do too many burnouts in your Camaro, or you might lose the fuel pump so, so that's, a, that's not a good look for the brand bro Botox. No, and then, dude and then the best part was the best part was it got towed by a ford and then the f-150 oh. was pacing on the field no it's like they, we take over this race chevy dude You've had your that chance. was so funny i I, wow. I personally think i personally think they said it was 350 dollars donation for every pace lap led so i think they were spending too much money because of how many pace laps they did and they were like no nah, we gotta <laughs> kill the car bro we don't got any more money <laughs> like, i'll do it rip it out i got money yeah so we way too that, much for our pickups anyways that pink camaro looked pretty sick but yeah no it's a you know the fact that it was a wiring issue just kind of makes it even funnier because that's like typical gm problems but anyways <laughs> um <laughs> so funny but uh yeah no nah, man marsville was awesome that was a good race i uh i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed that i thought uh i i loved it obviously as a blaney fan but aside from that the racing itself was pretty cool like to see the two cars uh blaney hamlin battling it out and then even getting some other guys at the front like eric almirola throughout the race um some notable things Nothing really too crazy happened. Uh, there's that wreck in the beginning. I actually missed the first 100 laps, so I didn't get to see that. Um, then moving on, Logano decided to dump, uh, what was it, Gibbs? And then Gibbs, like, spun a couple more times. It's just, yeah, not, not a fun time. But He got uh, a lot, fire. Good battling, though, through stage one, two, and three between uh, Denny and Blaney. That was pretty wicked to see. I can't lie. Um, I was happy to see a race where the last... What was it last like 40 or 50 laps went green 
usually we get a late race caution and it mixes everything up and it just sucks when that happens. Um, but yeah, no, aside from that, our championship for, uh, winner prediction was, I don't think any of us, unless Norman called the same lineup plus bell. Did you call it? I don't think so. I don't think anybody got it right. But, uh, um, he predicted Bell getting in though off a win. That was what you did predict, right? Yeah, I did predict that. I had Hamlin in. Never Truex and Larson. Those were my pick yeah. with Bell. Poor Truex, right? Poor Truex. They said it was by like 0.5 mile an hour speeding penalty or whatever. Yeah, that was like, pretty tough. It's rough. And at Martinsville, you're not coming back from that. You know what I mean? It's just too packed. Yeah, so Ryan Blaney makes it through, Seabell uh, makes it through, Kyle Larson makes it through, and Willie B makes it through. It was pretty close there with William Byron at the end. He had a terrible car all day. I don't know what happened to Hendrick. They were usually great there, but him, Larson, even Elliot was like, well, Elliot was all right. He was leading, I guess, there for a bit, but on the on the off sequence pit cycle. So, like, how um, how good is Larson that he that he does that to the the uh, pit wall? The race before still makes it through. Like that's crazy. I know. Champ. Sorry, I didn't Champ. get to speak my piece on that. I don't think so. I missed it either. No, you're good. good. You're good. You're good. Phoenix um is going to probably be pretty... I, I think it'll be decent. I, I, I just hope it's not ridden by cautions. I just hope we get a deserving winner. You know? I mean, realistically, NASCAR sets us up in a format of whoever... Technically, whoever, like, deserves the championship is whoever does the best at Phoenix. So, if you bring a good car to Phoenix, you're just going to win the championship. That's how it works. So... Um, you you know want to do predictions yet, or we want to wait till the end? Uh, we can predict right now. Why not? Let's do it. I predict Ryan Blaney because I think it's his year, and he's been doing fantastic. He's got an absolute crazy race ahead of him. Um, but it's quite with- it's quite possible that he could do it. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you on that, dude. Honestly, I'm, I hate to be just riding the old coat. He's. That. I, I, was, I, I think was he's NASCAR. Too. I think he's NASCAR's most popular driver. Just saying. I think he um, actually is ahead of Elliot because, like, well, honestly, everybody loves him. Well, he's that old school, right? Like, Junior, it seems like you could just have a beer with this dude, go to the lake and hang out, you know? And oh, 100%. I think that's what NASCAR likes. No, I love that. I love that about him, too, to be honest with you. Okay, hear, hear me on this. I won't Hold Blaney up. to win. If it can't be Blaney, I won't bell. Unfortunately, it's going to be Larson. And if it's not Larson, it's William Byron. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I, I man, I don't know. Larson's, of course, he's always got a chance. We've talked about this numerous times. He's pretty damn good at what he does, but I don't, I don't know, man. Like he said, Hendrick didn't look so good last weekend, which is kind of off. I don't, I just the Hendrick dominance. You just don't, I don't know. It's not coming through like it should. But uh, I feel that they kind of already started focusing on Phoenix, and maybe I. Definitely Larson, dude. The last time I remember Larson's last championship, he dominated Phoenix, and they, NASCAR tried to take it away from him. I think statistically speaking, I think Blaney's probably got the least chance just because Penske and Ford have been kind of struggling this year. Um, I'd say I I think it'll be Larson, then Bell, and then Byron, kind of in in the chance of like who's gonna. Who's gonna win it, and then like most probable to least probable? I think Larson's probably tops the table. Bell and Byron are pretty close. It's kind of hard to say. I feel like Byron's gonna either like he's he's gonna either have the worst car there or the best car there. I feel like it's gonna be no in between. Um, That's what I was gonna say. Kind of Bell. Bell, I think's gonna lose based off of pit crew. Um, 
Do you not think that and now that Truex it. or Hamlin's gone, they're not going to give, they're not going to switch the pit crews around? They might. I sure hope they do, because otherwise Bell does not stand a chance. He's been let down by that crew so much this year. It's actually unbelievable. So They try to let him down in um, whatever race it, that he just won, um, Homestead. I was going to say, I'm going to be the dark horse and pick William Byron to win. You know, you I'm at this point, I'm, you know, I will say one thing. First of all, there's actually got two things to say. One, I don't care who wins because I like all these guys. Two, I think all of the dirt boys are in the final. Like, this is the this is all dirt boys. Blaney, Byron's a dirt boy. Uh, Bell's a dirt boy. And so's Larson. Was it Dave? Was it, who was it that called all the dirt guys at the end? I suggest, I didn't say I didn't I didn't I didn't call it to happen, but I said there's a possibility that we could have an all dirt final four. And hey, they deserve a man. Them dirt guys are some of the most talented dudes out there. You just don't see them too much. I so. definitely haven't been on the Byron train like hard, and I'm not on it still. I think Kyle Larson's going to win the championship, but uh, I would love to see Byron. And and like you said. I, what I was gonna, I was gonna say that if he does it, he's gonna lead most almost every lap. Like it's not gonna be, like at the end, William Byron pulls off a win. Like he'll just fucking dominate. I think if he wins, and if he doesn't dominate, he'll get tenth place. I think Hendrick's gonna either dominate the race, or not dominate the race. Like I think they're either you'll gonna show up and absolutely annihilate the race, yeah. or yeah, yeah, you'll know within like the first sixty laps of the race, kind of thing. Um, it's hard to say though. Them, those Toyotas have been good all year, and then I, I don't know. Bellini's showed up out of nowhere sometimes too. Like I'll be honest with you, I was looking at the final four races of the season, and I was like, well, I was like, he Thailand does he does okay at most of these tracks, but he also kind of like has had a tendency to not do good at some of these races. And then he showed up and contended at like every single one of the last like three to five races. So dude, Penske you know back it's to quite back possible. is like deserves a ass tattoo. Oh, hundred percent, dude. Get you a freaking 12 and a 22 on your butt. We'll go together. If only it was 2022, then you could 12, 22 <laughs> would actually just be like a date or something. <laughs> no, anyways. Um, you know what? I feel bad for Denny. I can't lie. I, I, I still, I don't, I'm not huge on Denny. I, um, I listen to his podcast to get his inside on everything. Um, I do feel for him. He probably does deserve a championship. Like the guys probably, he's kind of like, what is it? Was it Carl Edwards that we were always like was the greatest yeah. without a championship? Um, I think Denny takes the reins on that now. I think he's the best without a championship. Um, yeah. Carl Edwards, I know, has one. I think he has two or three championships with Winston Cup points that he yeah. never won. Yeah, he's well, I mean, I don't know. We should actually find an update on those Winston points. I was trying to look for one before the thing, but I couldn't find one, unfortunately, quickly off the top of my head. But yeah, not you got to feel for the guy. That sucks, but you know, from a you know from a majority stake standpoint, and the uh, in the whole NASCAR fan base, I think lots of people were very happy to see that he didn't even have a chance to compete. Uh, me personally, I would rather seen him get dumped on lap uh, on the green white checkered attempt at Phoenix, but it is what it is. A win's a win. <laughs> we'll take the W's where we can. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, not genuinely though. Feel bad for the guy. It's kind of crappy. Um, think he plays the villain role a little too well i think i'd feel more bad for him if he wasn't a bit of a hypocrite with his words but you know what it is what it is he deserves one at the end of the day hopefully he gets one before he retires and hopefully i don't watch that season um but aside from that we got phoenix next week 
Um, and that's it. That's our whole season over. So I don't know. You guys got any? And then what else? Yeah. Uh, I do want to touch base on the Xfinity um, issue Ooh. there. I don't know if y'all saw the Richard Childress racing thing. Um, Man, no, I, I heard about I it. I heard I should have go check it out, but I missed. I, I, I didn't fill me in. in. Yeah, fill so me in. I, I, I gotta have. Didn't hear about I gotta have. Gotta have the names because I don't know these fellas. I, I should have probably already done this, but RCR cars, uh, twenty-one and two. Um, if you know anything about oh Sheldon Creed, and then what's twenty? Sheldon Isn't twenty-one Creed. Harrison Burton, or is he not that anymore? Yeah, let's see. Oh, uh, yeah, it was. Oh uh, no, Harrison Burton was twenty. No, no, no. So the two and the twenty-one. Sheldon the, Creed uh, looks like Austin an AC Hill. technician. <laughs> Austin, Austin Hill. Hill. So, Shel- so Austin Hill needed to beat out. Uh, oh, who was it that was in? The, uh, needed to get like tenth or something. Anyway, so he needed to have a good finish, but he didn't need to win, right? Like to get in technically, somebody else did a little bit worse. Blah blah blah. Um, and Creed had to win to get in. Um, rumors are flying, I guess nothing really, everybody in the racing world knew that Creed was moving on from RCR, but didn't really know where he was going. Um, that's just kind of like foreshadowing for the future. So I guess the two is on the inside starting first 21 on the outside, uh, right at the front on a restart late in the race. Um, two, 21 got a really good run Two leaned up on him which he had to let out a little bit. So then he got behind him. So he pushes him up the track. Can't get around him. Pushes him up the track again. Um, these are teammates, both with RCR, at the end of the race. And when he did, I guess on the last one, what Austin is saying is that Creed pretty much stopped in the middle of the corner, like brake checked him when he was behind him after pushing him up the track, which then slowed him down enough for Justin Allgaier to get in there. And Algar ended up winning the race and knocking both RCR cars out of the championship. So the big deal is, I guess, afterwards was all the uh, words that were flying around. Because uh, I guess it was Hill that said something about he was he was happy. I'm trying to find the exact quotes. I don't want to misquote. Somebody. You know what? Screw it. It's our podcast. He said something <laughs> about he's happy he's going to Joe Gibbs <laughs> Racing, which everybody hadn't been officially announced yet. He said, I'm glad he's going to Joe Gibbs Racing, and I'm tired of him, and he's never been a good teammate, blah, blah, blah. Said that about Sheldon? Yes. Nice. And so Sheldon said something back at, you know, not really happy with what he did, but, you know, racing's racing. I thought I got a good jump off the start, so I had, you know, just as much blah, blah, blah. Anyways, long story short, he took the high road on the whole thing. Um, my My two cents is, if that's your team, do you not, like, get on the horn with them both being on the front row and say, here's the situation. Austin Hill doesn't need to win. So let's let him go ahead and get by him. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let the 21 around. He's got to win. And let the two fight off everybody else so that they both get in. Does that make sense? That, that's what I'm thinking, but I don't know. It's like, a team sport. Be- well, yeah, but at the same time, I guess Creed said something about these guys deserve to win, so that's what I was trying to get on my team. Not like the team as an RCR, but the, but the, but the team. So, anyways, it was kind of a big deal. Um, that, nothing really physical, but it's just kind of crazy to see two teammates go at it and then end up being on the front row and looking good to get into the playoff and then end up both knocking each other out by dicking around on the track and letting Justin Allgaier get a win and locked himself into the playoffs, by the way. Boys will be boys. I guess. Isn't that, an, isn't that what NASCAR says? Back I'm just watching this now. Yeah. 
But I don't know if y'all have got anything else to say about it. It really wasn't that big of a deal because it's Xfinity, unfortunately. Um, you know what I mean? But uh, if I had seen it, I would say something. But because I haven't seen it, I'm yeah, I hear you. And so <clears throat> yeah. Anyways, I mean, there was a big pile up in the back too. Unfortunately, I'm sure it changed other people's days too um, because of the two getting spun after the brake check. His radiator went, and he said his car locked up for some reason. I don't know if that means locked up the front wheels, like a fender got into it or something, or I don't know, but. He uh, locked up, spun out. A couple guys were taken out. Um, big pile up there at the end. But uh, anyways, that's a little Xfinity for you. I like it. I like Martinsville. I like short track racing. That's what it is. But I really hate to see it on two teammates. And I'm sure RCR is going to be happy to see him get the heck up out of my my uh, my shop. You know, pack it up and leave. Be pretty cool if RCR said you're not racing that last race, bud. That would be cool. I've always... I think. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just thinking that it's, um, I don't know. From looking at it, it just kind of seems like the two race hard. From from what I've seen kind of over all these other races, they've always raced each other hard. Um, Also, oddly coincidental that in a drag race finish, it's like banging side by side. That's not the second time, or that's the second time that uh, Creed's lost to Al in (laughs) in a photo finish, so. That's unfortunate. And this this year, by the way, just saying. But uh, anyways, no, I thought um I thought it was kind of I don't know. Hill was dooring him. Like I don't know. It's just one of those things where I don't know if it was dirty. I don't know if it was intentional. It's just heat racing. Obviously, the guys don't like each other. So I guess it's probably good at the end of the day that they're not racing I did find each other an, next year. I did find an official, the same team. Yeah, I did find an official official quote from Mister Childress. Um, I've. In quotes, I've had drive, drivers drive for me before, but nobody as stupid as Sheldon Creed. You don't do that as a team player. What else do you want to tell? Want me to tell you? So Sheldon is leaving. Sheldon's leaving for. Oh, uh, I thought Joe Hill Gibbs. was. No, you know, it did look like he got on the brakes. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it I did. Know. It did look like he got on the brakes. I don't well, that's know. What I Hill said. said. He'll There's say, a lot of fighting in the comments about who's in the right and wrong. I think people are pretty split on it, but a lot of guys were bitching saying he was he was he was getting on the brakes. I know in a secondary comment that Hill came out and said after he saw the replay, he said, "Look, I'm okay with all everything except for him check brake checking me in the middle of the turn." He said that was the only really truly uncalled for piece of it because it got us both out of the playoffs. He said if he doesn't do that, he probably wins the race, and I still finish far enough ahead to get me in. And so he he he's only really upset about that after watching replays and taking a chill pill, you know, hours later. But anyways, I don't want to dwell on it too much. It, it wasn't a big deal, but it was worth talking about, I think. And uh, another thing that's worth talking about, I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't have any information really on it um, except for uh, we did lose a racer um, this last weekend at Daytona Motor Speedway. Um, it was on the road course. It was an Audi Club member. Um, I don't know the name or I'd give it to you. but. Um, Audi Club had uh, rented this rented the track for a uh, club race, you know, event of some sort. I don't know if it's practice or just uh, what, but uh, two guys got into it. I guess they both got went to the uh, to the local hospital, and uh, one of them uh, unfortunately ended up passing away. So hate to see that, um, but uh, I'm sure it wasn't anything that was just totally out of the norm. wasn't wearing a helmet or you know something goofy. I'm sure it was just one of those fluke deals. But anyways. Um, thoughts and prayers after that dude um, when I saw that headline I told my wife that's one of the first road racing deaths in the US or racing deaths in the US I've seen in a while 
Yeah, when I heard it, I was like, so in the U.S. That's yeah. Like, I figured it was a like a prototype car or something, maybe testing uh, some new some new panels or bodywork or something. And then when I found out it was an Audi Audi Club, I mean, it just really it really has to be a fluke thing because they do get up high speeds. Don't get me wrong; it's a race car on a racetrack, but we all we've all raced there on iRacing, and I'm sure if you're a racing fan, you've seen 24 hours of Daytona and them going around it. It's they go fast, but they don't go. You know, they slow it down a lot. So, um, Audi Club shared on a statement on Facebook saying it did not manage the event itself. Oh, okay. So it's just some members that had rented the track. Apparently, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Yeah, we don't have too many uh, details, unfortunately. But I there's not much out there. I was just googling yeah. it. There's no real good sources on it, but. I'm sure the death part's real, but I mean, like the Audi Rental Club, we I, we don't need to get into all that because who the fuck knows? Yeah, the Audi happened, Club but. North America continues to investigate this matter and provides updates as they are available. Yeah, like I said, not trying to bring everybody down. Just want to keep it out there, everybody. Maybe say an extra prayer or, or uh, whatever you do there, but uh, just kind of keep them in thoughts, man. Racers are racers, and it's unfortunate, but uh, it's racing. It you get into the car knowing this can happen. Anyway, speaking of um, racing and whatnot, a um, little south of my border, Mexico, Mexico City Grand Prix, went on, F1, FIA, rulings right and left, as we see. Um, race as a whole at the F1 race, I started out really exciting, and it's been doing this, uh, we're seeing a pattern in my mind, y'all guys might disagree, go right ahead, that's why we got this uh, show that we do, but um, kind of one of those started off great, right? Kind of exciting. Some things went down, and then some la la la, and then at the end it was kind of more exciting again. Not for the race win. <laughs> that was like days before the second place car came across, which uh, you know, Mister uh, Norman should be happy about. Second place car being a uh, Hamilton. You know, first place car. Don't have to say it. Max by I don't know, good twenty six, twenty eight hours. I think it was like a whole day later. Everybody else showed up uh, Monday got- morning. I got mixed emotions on Hamilton taking second place because of the in it went and been it and so close, you know. Ah, come on now. Got you gotta <laughs> just be for the drivers. Come on, you're being selfish with your little <laughs> your little in it went it and been it. Um no, it was a decent race at the start, of course. Uh you know, my boy for the qualifying and everything, uh Danny Rick, I think, put on the best show. He was the biggest not surprise, I wanna say, but yes, surprise. Um, that, that he was at that high. There was a lot of guys that qualified higher than they were supposed to. Norris got locked out, didn't make it through uh, to Q2, which is, you know, or yeah, yeah, knocked out in Q1, didn't make it to Q2, yeah. And it's just, that's rough. Um, McLaren's been showing true speed, and I think he just got his deleted, or he didn't get a good lap, or there were some shenanigans at Pitt Road um, between Russell and Max, and I think Hamilton maybe. Um, they all got, you know, kind of one of those no further action um, on that kind of stuff. I know Logan Sargent got a 10-second penalty and two seconds added to his time for passing somebody under a yellow during qualifying. Seemed a little steep. I didn't get to see it myself. Um, I was out of town, unfortunately, but um, to see that, and I didn't have time to catch up before the race and all that stuff. But uh, So I don't think it really hurts him much. I don't think he qualified all that well anyways. Uh, but uh, put on a decent show, Mr. Logan Sargent, the USA boy. Uh, during the race, got a little little fighty. Everybody was griping about people racing rough and everything over the radios. But uh, 
As far as so, the Grand Prix goes, I'd give it a good solid six and a half, seven overall. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So I think that brings us to our spontaneous segment. Who do you think gets fired? <laughs> yeah, so so let us lead up to that. Um, the first one that I want to bring up, and y'all might have other ones, are this maybe exactly what you're talking about. Perez got really overzealous. I've been talking in a couple of podcasts with Max not qualifying first in a couple of these races this year, and he's been very, very patient. He showed patience now. And I'm not trying to put him and Perez together, but I am because the damn teammates are in the, the fastest car on the grid. He showed really good patience when he doesn't qualify first. He did not do that earlier in his career. He would push way too hard, way too fast. Perez pushed way too hard, way too fast, right out of the box. And, it was embarrassing, dude. It oh, was so man. embarrassing, dude. Like he had the car and he had the what he had, he was on the reds, right? Like he was on go jump on them tires, which is all understood. We love it. But, but not that. But that crazy. was that was hardcore, dude. And it wasn't and he, a good move. No, it was a good not move on all. the outside. And he had plenty of room to go ahead and say bail out or I'm gonna try to push this up on the curb. But instead he decided to go, I'm just gonna act like there's no cars here and take the apex. Yeah, it was not it was not good. It was not uh, a good racing move at all. <laughs> and then after the race, you know, he was like he, he was like, It's my home Grand Prix, you have to if there's a gap, you have to, you know, and like it was kind of awkward, man. The way, like, no, you don't, because he he to. was trying to be like confident about it, but you could tell that he was like, don't, like, yeah, <laughs> it sucked, dude. Can I say something real quick? So, I think Perez, I think he's a great driver, and he definitely has shown his brilliance before. I don't think he's ever probably going to be a championship caliber driver. Um, that's no disrespect to him at all. Obviously, the dude's like at some point was a top 20 driver in the world. Yeah. Is he going to yeah. get better than this? <laughs> or in F1 a Red Bull? At least. right he now? He proved himself. Yeah. Yeah. Proved himself. yeah. And I just think I don't I don't know if he's making these moves out of desperation. I'm sure mentally it's huge and it's draining and it's crazy. And no matter how much fans destroy the man. It's got to be pretty hard to be up against currently the best driver, arguably not in the world. That's that's a bit dramatic to say. I think when people say that, it's just there's there's no way to compare them all. But arguably the best open wheel driver right now in at the time, um, you know you're on the verge of losing your seat. You've had some bad races. You see an opportunity to go for the gap. You go for it. You end up screwing yourself. It is what it is. Um, so again, no disrespect to him. I think he's a great driver, but you know, I don't know if his time's come. I don't know if he just needs to not be on Red Bull, but I think it's just been such an awkward season that it might just be better for him to go elsewhere unless he can, unless he really truly is going to keep his seat for next year, then he can maybe regather himself, have a fresh start. But the one thing I will say is the Mexico fans piss me off booing Leclerc. And I'm not even saying that cause I'm a Ferrari fan. Like what was he supposed to do? Like, well, okay, so they booed it. him in pre-race. There was uh, threats against Max. Max had extra protection at the Mexico Grand Prix because well, of death threats. And they're attacking. They were attacking Ferrari fans too, like as if they had anything to do with it. It's just stupid. I I hate going to countries like that because like stuff like that makes me feel like they don't deserve a race. When your own people can't keep it under control, man, like figure it out. Like you, right. we people blast the Dutch fans. As far as I've heard. I haven't seen anything about Dutch fans beating the shit out of other people for something stupid or taking Max out or anything like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, we don't do that. We don't do that. 
It's crazy. Yeah. And, and it baffles got, me that we can keep this circuit on the calendar with shit like that happening. And this track just sucks. Like, I don't even know why we go here, but yeah. And I've anyways. got two, two things on what you were kind of touching on there. Um, of course, everything they're saying, right. Is that he's got his seat, right. He's signed. Perez is cold. Da, 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 Red Bull, right. From the Red Bull camp. But at the same time, we all know how Horner is and we know how Marco is. And Marco has a lot of pull in that team and he don't, you can th- verbally, you can tell he's against, like he's kind of pushing Perez out. I'm getting that feeling anyways. So another one to add on to that, though, to just to your point, Antonio, was that you were talking about how you don't know if it's the extra pressure and but going up against Max, blah, blah. Botas did just fine when he was going up against Hamilton. That's he was true. second place almost every single time. And you can't tell me that wasn't the same pressure, right? I mean, that's Hamilton. That's what yeah, I thought no, that's almost more. The most, mar- the most marketable. Uh, yeah, hundred percent driver in F one history, I think. Um, so, and you know, not only I'm, just, I guess what I'm saying is not only on the track, but off the track, Botas didn't stand a chance against Lewis Hamilton and his swag and you know his dog and what he's doing off the track. <laughs> and like Botas is over there now, he's with a mullet looking like he should have been doing this shit. He might actually stood, you know, stood a chance. But then the second part of mine is that he got out qualified by Danny Rick. In the Red Bull family, in an AlphaTauri, and then he goes and does what he does, like pushing too hard, and then Danny has a decent finish, almost top five. I don't. It's I not a good look. Is out, it's dude. not a good look. It's not I a good think, look, man. Right, and so he's out. Uh, next, next point would be that I wanted to touch on that was just do you and I, me and David kind of touched base on this before the podcast, but do you think that it was better for Perez to actually wreck out like he did? than to get beat just literally on time and being outran by Danny Rick. So say the race went on and he went on about his business and Danny ended up being in front of him in an AlphaTauri and he's sitting in a Red Bull. Do you think that looked worse for him to finish the race like that or just to wreck out trying hard? I think it's better that he wrecked out. It's, it's, it's slightly heroic. I mean, you don't know. Yeah, I was going to say it's it's hard to you say don't that. Know. He, I'm just saying, theoretical. If, in, if there were two realities and we knew for a fact that in one he wrecked out, and in, which we do, and in one Danny Rick beats him, then yeah, I think it's better he wrecks out in his home Grand Prix. Because if you don't... Dude, what happened was already embarrassing enough. Like, getting beat by a former Red Bull driver in worse equipment after he had just come back from an injury is damning forever unless you have something going on and he it's not like he can be like oh the water in mexico makes me sick like come on you know what i mean like <laughs> no excuses dude like <laughs> no excuses. i think i think from a team spin a team standpoint i'd probably want a driver that finishes the race but in a sense of the media gaslighting him i think it's probably better that he wrecked um i think Nowadays, the Formula One media is very hostile, by the way. They don't give two shits about drivers' feelings, which is fine. I mean, you don't have to. That's not it's not saying that we have to care about their feelings. Um, but I will say they, the, the hostility behind the media nowadays, I think they would have put him on blast probably more for getting beat by Daniel Ricciardo than they would have for him getting wrecked out, or him wrecking out, I should say, the way that, ha- the way that it happened. So I don't think... Uh, I don't think it really matters. I think regardless of what happened, he was just going to get shit on. I think he's at a point where he's had so much 
it's kind of almost similar to how when Baltaz left Mercedes. Like at the very, very end, Baltaz was on a string of really bad races. And you could see he just wanted to like get off the team. And I think Perez's start is like pretty much at that point where you're just under so much pressure. You're clearly not, whether you're not able to perform or you're just not performing and you're on a spell of bad, of bad races. It's just, you can't like it feels like you can't do anything right at this point. I think he needs some sort of change up or or if they're going to keep him next year, like I see the reset of the season might just be something he needs. You know what I mean? Like he just needs something to change because I think he's just stuck in that shit where midseason and I'm way off form and sucking ass. Like it's just kind of like we, I, I've done it in League Zero. We've ha- I've had a terrible season. And you're just, you're sitting there mid-season, can't do anything right, and you're just like, okay, I just need the season to be over. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of just lose hope at that point. Like, you still show up and try every week, but you're just like, okay, man, like, next year's our year kind of thing. Like, we got to just give it up. But it is what it is. We can't sit here and play the what-if game because there's so many factors that go into a race about that. And he he wrecked out. I don't know. I think it is what it is. There's, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go into speculation about if he, if he lost to him, but because oh, how did he lose to him? Did someone else hit him and him have to come in and repair a front wing? Is that why he lost? You know, hey, any, any way I got to get, you know, Ricardo in that seat. I'm just, I'm going to speculate the hell out of it. <laughs> I, I know. Maybe I'm, our podcast will get that Red Bull's ear. Marcus right. listening, like, you know, this sounds good. Yes. Oh, yes. This Levi guy, <laughs> he has a point. Well, Horner's like, we shouldn't fix the fucking guy. Maybe we should just get another fucking driver. <laughs> so a little bit of stewarding talk here. A um, little, little bit of paperwork to clean up. Uh, there were some penalties given. I think I already touched base on Logan in the qualifying. Um, there was uh, some shenanigans with stopping on pit road and all that stuff, which all got cleared up and done before the race started. During the race, uh, the big ones that I think I saw was that uh, – there was contact between Perez and all those guys. Uh, I think I don't remember if they said it was a racing incident or if they actually gave him points or anything. Um, but he was out of the race, which usually means you know they usually kind of leave it as is if he was the one at fault. Um, but at, Leclerc did get into it. Who did he get into it with? I can't remember now. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but he got his front wing clipped, um, and it was hanging off fairly. It was Perez. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that was that wreck, wasn't it? Sorry, yeah, that was bad. that was Perez. That was yeah. the wreck. So the Ferrari is built so much stronger that the whole sidewall fell off of a uh, Red Bull, but just a little end plate flew off the Ferrari. Anyways, long story short, he drives around with his end plate just kind of dangly, dangly boy for like five laps or so, and they're talking about it over the broadcast. You know, hey, are they going to call him in? They call in Haas a lot, this and that. Um, never did call him in, um, and then he lost it into turn one. And I think that's what brought out the first virtual safety car, if I remember right. Um, which then we went back to racing after they got the piece picked up. Which, yet again, F1, come on, just run out there and grab it. If it was Indy, they would have ran out there and grabbed it and came back. It would have been fine. Uh, but the biggest deal was, you know, should they have brought him in? Um, and with that falling off, they, I, didn't, I didn't notice during the race, they said it would pop up and say that they were going to investigate afterwards. Um, so the... Uh, the stewards, uh, having received a report of the race director, summoned document 53, heard from the driver and team rep, and considered the following matter and determined the following, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, he was driving with visual damage, then it detached, so they had to look at it, and there was no further action. 
um, on Leclerc. I think Norman's got a little bit of something to say about that. Before you go up. on, I'll let you have the main rant, Norman, because I'm the ranter usually, but you can have it. But my point is, having <laughs> not, haven't we seen this this year with Red Bull? Haven't we seen Perez suffer front wing damage on the end plate and not be given the orange and or meatball flag or whatever? Mm-hmm. Ha- haven't we seen... Point is, is like... I'll let you make your point. I'm not going to give anyone any spoilers of your point, Norman, but I do think that there may be some bias or some weird thing because this is common damage we see in Formula One and it is not always black flagged. So I I don't hate the decision um, because it did not look like it was going to fall off, at least when it happened. It just looked really fucking bent, which sucks. Um, but I, I guess, I guess, I don't know. I think there was precedent to leave him out is what I'm trying to say. So now with me, go ahead and tell me I'm wrong and and give it, give it to me, baby. (laughs) No, um, I'm going to agree. Oh, okay. Um, coming as a Haas fan. I'm pretty sure it was last year, twice in events, drivers had in plates hanging off, and they looked a lot more connected than what Leclerc had, and they got the meatball flag to come in. I have, and please correct me in the comments, I want to see these things. I am biased being a Haas fan. I've seen no other black and or meatball flag given to any other teams for parts hanging off their car. So that's, I don't my think rant. so either. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think I can check that. That's quickly, my right. I'm yeah. like, I'm pissed off at the FIA and formula one because of that. I think in this race, they made the right call. They did not give him a meatball flag. After the race, I do not know why there was an investigation. There should never have been an investigation. Like they made the rule and they never called him in, so we can't penalize the guy for having a piece fall off his car. Um, I get I get why Formula One does it. Because if that thing comes off and catches the air right and flies into the crowd, it's a deadly piece of debris. So, you know, they try to figure out what scenario. Either you be consistent and every piece that hangs off like that, you black flag and bring in, or you don't. Don't, well, and I, don't yeah, make and it, it a pick and choose in a gray area and in this area. That's and de- the annoying and part. And be determined on what badge you're wearing on the side of the car. Well, that's right? really what it is, but I was going to say it without saying it. Oh, I'll say it. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Red Bull, he made the point Red Bull's had it with no contest. Ferrari's had it with no contest. I'm sure there's others, multiple others, but we know that Haas for sure has been called in on it. Like he said in the comments, we're wrong. Let us know. We will admit our wrong and then tell a uh, counter accusation how you're wrong. But still, we will admit that we're wrong, and uh, we can move on from there. Admit nothing, make counter accusations. That's what we do here. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was kind of a sh- crappy deal. I, I, Nobody wants to see it, right? But it did happen, okay? He got off lucky with this crazy of a move that Perez did and pulling down into him. They didn't have more than that. 
I just knew he was going to have a tire go down or something, but he did not. Um, but anyways, and more on Haas while we're there. Uh, we've got one more to touch on, but uh, K-Mag, man, that looked bad. I don't know what happened, what broke on the back of that car. I still don't know to this day. They kept showing replays, and I thought it was on the right side, and they 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 they're talking it was on the left side back rear um, of the car. Something snapped, and dude was going into a right hand corner and turned hard left. Yeah, that and was bad. Was, that car is totaled, and it was not his well, it fault. It was the it I was like, the back rear uh, suspension or back rear something. Yeah, yeah. And, and I like trashing on K Mag. I don't think he should be there. Honestly, I don't think I think he's just not good enough. But that's just me personally. Um, he's had too many just. I don't know. He's just he's he's really good at blocking up the whole train, the DRS train, pretty much every race. But this is not his fault. Something gave mechanically, and I think he was pretty shook up over the deal, the way he was acting it after he got out of the car. It was pretty scary. Was just, that was a scary incident. I was just happy to see him climb out quickly under True. his own power. True. He looked a little shook up. Um, and I, at first, I thought dude's in trouble. I think it was one of those where he was like, "I need to take a breath, and I need a new race suit." Besides that, I think we're good. <laughs> He's like, there's more of me in this race suit than you want to know about. Um, but uh, yeah, and so later on in the race, um, Valtteri Botas stroll going at it. I'm pretty sure it wasn't even for points uh, spot. Could have been. Um, but uh, they said that they would look at it after the race. That's what stroll got hit, turned around. Um, and at that point, he wasn't going to get in the points. Alonzo had already retired the car. I think uh, Aston Martin and Stroll are at the point of why race for the last 10, 15 laps, whatever was left. Yeah. He was not going to get in the points. Um, they were too spread out at that point. Um, and they told him to park the car. I don't think it was due to a failure. I think it was due to why get any more of this going on right now. And I don't think it was towards stroll. I just think it was, they were, just didn't have a good weekend. That car's falling off. The Aston Martins are not keeping up. And anyways, um, they did, uh, after the race, find that 77 was at fault. Um, and he was given a five-second time penalty which, like I said, wasn't for points, so it don't matter on that part, but he was given two penalty points to his um, license, his F1 license, speed license, whatever you call it, super license, which is kind of crazy because they really, I don't remember them doing that that much, but they gave out four points to two different, you know, two different, two points to two different drivers at the same race this weekend. I don't know if they're like trying to kind of clamp down on that, but um, kind of weird to see, if you ask me. But uh, besides that, we've got the, uh, the old, uh, was the, uh, not Mexican Grand Prix. That's what we just did. The Brazilian Grand Prix coming up, um, this weekend. And then we will get a little bit of a break, uh, before we get to Vegas, which is going to be a hot one. So we'll get to talk about that, but, uh, all right, well, let's going to roll us into some in it, bin it and win it. So, uh, if you don't know at this point, you're missing out, but I'll run you through it anyways. So win it is basically the highest finishing non Verstappen car. Uh, you get one point for whoever wins the race, a.k.a. who finishes second, unless by odd chance for Stappen Rex out, which we still haven't seen which yet. Which won't happen. Uh, yeah, I was gonna, wait, hold on. Has he did? De- okay, no, let me finish explaining. In it, uh, the driver has to finish in a point-scoring position. Uh, basically, that gets you another point. And then your Bennett driver has to be a driver DNFs from the race. So win it, highest finishing car. That's not Rex Verstappen. Uh, in it, anybody who finishes in the points. And Bennett, whoever DNFs. Um, and I think we're... By technical terms, if they do not start, do not finish, or they get disqualified, I think we're giving you the point regardless. Um, update us on the points. So last week, uh, I came in clutch, got me a couple points with Hamilton and Russell. Uh, 
Dave got one point for Leclerc. Uh, Levi got one point for or two points. Sorry for signs. And was it Stroll? Did Stroll go out? No. <laughs> yes. No. Stroll did go out. Shut Shut up, up. guys. Stop it. (laughs) You're never going to win if everyone keeps spitting facts. He's going to DNF like Dave is. (laughs) (laughs) He got got wrecked out by Botos, uh, which which, uh, we talked about or we will talk about. Shut up, dude. Norman uh, ended up getting one point for Norris. That's about it. I I want y'all to know that I've been looking at the standings. We tied our second most points scored by all of us again. Da-da-da. Like we Getting can only sco- we we, we've only all scored six points total in one week. And I've only ever contributed one, <laughs> I think. Have you ever gotten two? That's pretty I don't sad. think so. Yeah, Dave, you kind of suck. I do I go why. first? You do you go, go first. first. Fernando Maybe Alonso I... to win. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. That's and that's why you lose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're point, right point, there. Points total update. A little points total update. So uh, we are currently, Norman and I are tied for first with 18 points. Levi is only one behind at 17, so he could easily jump us or tie us. Uh, Dave's still behind us with 12. He is getting closer, though, kind of slowly. Hold on. If Dave does not score a point this week and me and Antonio at least score one, Dave has been officially eliminated from mathematically winning. eliminated. Well, well, can't he get three points? To, oh no, he it's can't. Like a slap <laughs> yeah, he's six one. points behind. So if he's Dave, zero this weekend, <laughs> damn, the pressure is real. All right, damn, that's crazy. So that does roll us into the order. So picking order this week: Dave, your first; Levi, then Norman, then me. So Dave, pick some shit, bro. Don't suck. Uh. So Sergeant's gonna win, right? No, I'm just kidding. Just playing. Just playing. Just playing. Where are we at? Brazil? Brazil. Brasilia. Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. By the way, it's another sprint. So um, practice one and then qualifying, then sprint shootout sprint on Saturday. So kind of remember that. Okay. Everybody doesn't have enough time to set up a car. Man, I got to take I got to take Lewis Hamilton to win. Uh, I mean, uh, good call. It's Brazil and it's Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Name a more iconic duo. Is that Glock? Anyway, (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, Lewis Hamilton to win. That's a no brainer for me. I think uh, Lando Norris is also a good pick, but I'm going to leave that to one of you guys. Um, Let's see. In it, I'm going to go ahead and take Lando Norris because I think that's a good pick. And Bennett. Oh man, I really want to sweep it, dude. I really want to sweep Drum it. Roll. Um, Bennett, Lanstrol, Bennett. And will probably he not. go They're two probably for gonna two? Rebuild the hell out of that car, but yeah. No, it's because yeah. he's gonna get in a wreck. Yeah, he All right. Oh, well, he turn. <laughs> he's gonna my send turn. it. He's like, yeah. he's like, my dad can buy me a new car. Like my daddy's better than your daddy. No, my um, dad. So. Anyway. <laughs> so for winning, I'm gonna go and say that um, the performance that Lando put on was pretty impressive. So I'm gonna steal that pick that you told me to pick, and I appreciate the info, Dave. Even though I'm Welcome. taking info from the guy who's in dead last. That's okay. Um, Lando Norris to win it. In it, my boy Science Man's been killing it for me. I, I want to pick Danny Ricardo because that's where my heart's at, but my brain says Science has been killing it. 
So I'm going My with something. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going for the old uh, logo on Sargent to. Uh, God, we oh, hate he almost, him. He, he almost did it, dude. He almost did it this race. And Are I'm you listening, Logan? Bad. We hate you. <laughs> I don't hate him. I just like that he gives me a point for wrecking his freaking car. So I'm going with it. Um, that's my picks. I don't know if anybody put them down. So there it is. Bam, bam, bam. Three points in, in the Good bucket. pick. Good pick. All right. Since um, my boy's taken, I'm going to have to do exactly what I did last week. They're Your the best boy. team on the grid. The, Who's your boy? The two drivers. Hamilton. No. Um, he's going to take you right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's on Norris's dick. I forgot. Yeah, I'm yeah. A, I'm on the Norris train. <laughs> I'm hard all the way to the end of the season. You can't even pick him. I know. So I'm 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 gonna take his I'm I'm taking his teammate Piastri. Um I I think they have the best car besides Max on the grid. I don't think Perez can keep up with them. Um I do think Dave's got a great pick with Hamilton. That's who I'd actually pick if it was my first, my pick first. But um, Hamilton just loves that track. I'm gonna take Hamilton to be my end pick. Uh, grab me a point there. Take it for. A, I guess I don't take it from Antonio because he can still pick him too. And I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Magnuson to have another bad race and. Hater. Go Hater. out. You really don't like him, hey? You picked him like three times this He's year. He's a hater. <laughs> it, it's Haas. What do you expect? True story. <laughs> it's, it's I love Magnuson. But he's in a terrible car. All right, well, my win pick is Russell because that's pretty much the only guy that's good that's left. (laughs) (laughs) Good pick. (laughs) Good pick, bro. What about a Ferrari? Yeah, we don't do that here. Um, Wait, back to the who's going to get fired chat. Nobody (laughs) picked Perez. Yeah, true story. He's fired, dude. He's out, dude. (laughs) Well, what's he going to do? It's like he can't pick him to win. He can't pick him to get points, really, because he may screw the goose again. And then he's probably not going to pin it. No, because his car's too good. <laughs> he's too inconsistent. You don't. He's too. He's a wild card pick. You don't know what he's gonna do. No, he's out. Anyways, yeah. Sorry, Antonio. I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Hamilton to be in as well because I kind of got to match Norman if I want to beat him. Um, it'd be pretty hard to not pick Hamilton at this track. That would have been my win pick if I possibly could have. Uh, Ben Wise. I was really trying to think like long and hard about this one, but I really don't have a good formula for picking a good bin pick. You kind of just have to like see what happens. But you know what? He hasn't had a bad race in a few races, so I think something's going to happen with Piastri. I don't know why. I have this weird hunch that he's going to have something happen. I like that pick, actually. And I'm taking it. Holy Um, crap. Nobody picked Yuki. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Finally, he's going to just tear it so bad. When he went off track this race, I was like, yeah! yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's great. It's good stuff. That that guy's another one in my list of who's going to get fired, Yuki yeah, Sonoda. Right? For I mean, sure. That's the, well, that's the story right there. That you dude got is Perez, a joke on who track. He could get his, his spot taken by a rookie driver in Liam. He could, he, could get a, uh, he could get his spot taken by Ricardo by moving back into the Red Bull for like a one-year thing. Um, and then also he's kind of getting pushed out because if you push Ricardo there, then you can put Liam Lawson back in the AlphaTauri, which 
was a good match. They're getting the car back together. I think it's a good match for him to get started. It's not a lower tier team anymore. They're starting to figure their stuff out. And you got Yuki who could get pushed out, leave Danny there, and leave Perez. There's a bunch of Red Bull stuff going on, man. For to be but the Red top Bull team, drama. Yeah, they've got a lot of questions to figure out in the offseason. Uh, I wanted to mention there are in the works. Um, we're going to try to make it happen. All right, we got to talk with the rest of the guys. We just all got to talk again. But we might try to do a live watch party on YouTube for the um, Las Vegas Grand Prix. Yep, we will see what we can do about that for sure. Um, that's going to be a big deal publicly. Um, I think we're all in agreement. The track doesn't look too shiny or a good racetrack, so to speak. But it's going to be nice, shiny with the bright lights and the strip. And I'm sure strippers and all that Vegas brings. But um, we'll see how that goes. A lot of money flying around. We've already talked on that a lot. Probably over-talked that. We'll talk about it again when it comes up. Uh, but this weekend, we've got the Brazilian Grand Prix and then a little bit of a break. And then the Las Vegas ones. So, Brazilian Grand Prix, of course, you know, championships locked up and all that stuff. But um, I figure this is a good time to do uh, in it, win it, and bin it. So, um, we'll get into that. Well done. Do we want to try to get some exit banter or not? Yeah, we'll probably close it off. I just wanted to line I got up it. that. I got you it. You can cut that if you want to. I, I got the start of it. Well, no, fuck. You guys weren't at the race. I, dude. Hold on. To anyone that's listening from League Zero, I am so sorry. This is David Kasai reporting the, in the number three car. The one who spun during the feature race on the start finish line and took out eight cars <laughs> this last mm. race. Mm -mm -mm. I'm so sorry. Um, oh, if it helps, that's the first time I've ever done something like that. This is the first time it happened. I swear. I felt extremely confident that my all four tires had traction, and I was already in third gear. <laughs> And that sucker looped straight into the wall, spun back out on track, and took about everyone out from like P11 back. And uh, so now you know how I feel at Road America when I went off into turn one, hit off the wall, and came right back out on the track and took the whole field out. Mm -hmm. Or the way I felt at that one track, I can't remember what it was when I thought, I'm going to shoot this gap at full speed, never slowed down, and just demolish like five more people that were trying to get Dude, I'm embarrassed. I'm sad. I uh I feel really it, bad. I'm sorry, everyone. Dave, but like that's I, not a good look for the brand, bro. Like people are watching you. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> and they're reflecting on us. I know. And that's why I'm coming out publicly and saying that I'm sorry. But like I said, if it helps, it's not like I'm out here making a fool of myself every week. I got a pretty clean record, so I apologize. I fucked up. It's on me. You um, didn't sleep well that night, because I know after I did mine, I didn't sleep well. No, dude, I haven't slept well since. I, I slept like a baby when I I've did been mine. Waiting there was for a my, cat, baby. I've been waiting. For <laughs> I'll be, I'll be like Perez. Okay, when Perez. You're, you're yeah. home, when you're at your home track, you gotta, you gotta fucking send you know, it and crash, you, uh, dude. <laughs> you gotta, you know, uh, there was a gap. Uh, All right, go for it. Anyway, um, I apologize yeah, to everyone, and we will uh, see you next week at yeah, where I can sure, maybe um, redeem myself. And I'm pretty sure Antonio had to take off poor, poor guy, but I really do think that he usually says something along the lines of 
Ford sucks, sucks so, so does Norman. Norman. But hold oh. on a minute. <laughs> but yeah, because a Camaro. But, uh, who was pacing in Martinsville after a Chevy broke down? <laughs> so since he's not here, we're going to give this one to Norman. Chevy sucks. <laughs> Chevy sucks. And so does Norman. <laughs> so does Norman. <laughs> All right, man. Later. Thanks. <laughs>